0: And welcome to our end of the year episode for Underpowered Podcast. That's right, this is the Underpowered Podcast, and we are a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. My name is Shelby Stokes, and today, my sidekick, Casey Cool. Hello. Ooh, with a snap to start. I like it. So here we are. It's the end of 21, 2021, mm-hmm. and we are celebrating a wonderful year. So what are we going to do today, Casey? We're going to talk about games.
1: I mean, yeah, we're not going to open up with our little random side notes and take you on a journey (laughs) through our lives. No, we're here to talk video games, something we do different than most places because our show is about backlogs and battling games. We play new and old, and we're telling you the games we love the most. This isn't like our top game you have to buy. This is what Shelby loved. This is what I loved. And if you like what you hear in their games that are on your backlog, move them up.
0: That's right. Move them up in priority. And we also have some special guests are going to be joining us along our
1: trench of our top five games. Yeah. Very nice of them. I hit them up. It's like, hey, guys, we're doing this thing. It'd be really cool. And they're like, sure. They just stand up dudes. (laughs) And I appreciate them. Uh, and I'm excited for everyone to hear what they said.
0: That is exactly right, and so am I. They are absolutely wonderful guests, and they will be back in the future. I'm very certain of that. So in terms of our run of show today, what we're going to do is we are going to start with a couple of honorable mentions. Casey said we could mention one, so I'm going to be mentioning two. Then we're going
1: to our top five most loved games. Sure. Right? I'm probably going to mention two, too. I'm going to mention one literally. I'm just going to say it, and then one of them I'm going to talk about.
0: Okay, so here we go. With that said, let's hop in to our honorable mentions. Let's
1: hear yours first.
0: Okay, so the game that I'd like to mention, quick mention, is going to be Desperados 3.
1: Yeah, Um, you really, that sounded super fun.
0: I really liked it. It's in that style of um, heroes on a top-down map, much like uh, Commandos or shadow warriors i think it's called i don't know There was one on the one on the pc um really liked it did not love it i thought they were doing interesting things within that genre but just missed my top
1: five okay no the one i'm gonna mention is mm-hmm. one piece warriors 4 i started it at the end of 2020 so that's why i don't really count it but i play it like every other month still Uh, It's a great Dinosaur game, a little peek into the One Piece world gets me my fix when I'm thinking about One Piece. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it this year very
0: nice now i don't know about you casey but i started with a list of about 50 games that i have played or scratched off my list this year and narrowed it down to five plus an honorable mention and my second honorable mention i'm your real honorable mention your real one yes i don't know if it's just because i'm playing it right now or if it's actually Mm -hmm. gonna hang but halo infinite is a game that I cannot get off my mind. The campaign is real good. They've gone to an Overworld world type format and the grappling hook, the hook in that game makes the movement much different than it's been in the past, which is really, really engaging.
1: That's cool. Yeah. People yeah. seem to really love them. Some new halo Infinite's got great scores. Uh, I know hopes were high and it seems like it delivered, you know, it, it's, it's a pretty crowded space right now for shooters mm-hmm. and Games and Halo still is Halo and people love them some Halo.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, I got in there and played the multiplayer. I enjoyed the multiplayer. I'm not a multiplayer gamer. I don't like to run in and die over and over and over. And this is one of those. Yeah, so it's just not really my cup of tea. It's so not the campaign is out. I am loving the open world and just being in that in that world with the different guns and playing those first person shooter chess matches as I like to call them is really engaging and I'm excited to stick around for a while. Right on, dude. Yeah. So what is your honorable mention?
1: My honorable mention is our game that we did during JRPG July, which was a thing I pitched to you because you always like to try JRPGs. Mm-hmm. And mine was an action RPG because I played Secret of Mana this year, and I it, it's old and aged horribly. But Trials of Mana, which was released for the PS4, and I played the Switch version, was fantastic. $20 game, went through it. There's multiple versions of the story, really easy to play. My son could pick it up. Fun little storytelling. Very just lighthearted. Like, you know, you can get through the campaign in like 30 hours, which is fair. Like, that's good. honors your time. But if you want to do everything, you can go back and do it and see different character story arcs. And I I think about like, oh, at some point I need to go just mess out and around and see what the warrior storyline was like. Or the mages, right? With them in the party. Very nice. Yeah, it was fun. It's just nice. Hack and slash, like the battles, you're like, oh, am I going to be okay? And if you you got the cool dual classes that you wanted, you could just output damage and be really strong. It never felt like I was, I didn't have to overthink that game. I could just be in it, you know?
0: Yeah, and sometimes that's the best game, right? You can get in there and kind of veg and just yeah. kind of grind in a certain direction. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think you'll run through it again?
1: At some point, if I'm just like like on a plane ride or something, you know, I'll be like, oh, let's fire this up. And and the price point twenty bucks was huge for me as someone just looking for a game that it has that's for and I got fifty sixty hours out of it. Heck yeah, twenty dollars is a great price of admission.
0: Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. Yeah, so that will so we're eventually going to hop into our top five following mm-hmm. this, but first we are going to get our first guest review. Right now, please enjoy these words from Tim of the Nintendo Dad. Thanks,
2: Tim. Hello, Underpowered. This is Tim from the Nintendo Dads coming at you with my top three for 2021. First of all, I could tell you that number one, uh, uh, if you know me, is Metroid Dread. However, that would be boring. So I want to give you top three that everybody should hopefully have checked out in 2021. If you haven't and you're looking for this list to give you an idea what to check out that you might have missed, then listen up. Here are my three that I think you should, top three you should check out if you missed it out in 2021, and that is number one, A Juggler's Tale. It's basically a short game that you can beat really quick. Uh, I was able to beat, beat it in a, per, uh, in a sitting, I think maybe about four or five hours. Um, it's a platformer. It's about a, um, a hand puppet a you know, on the strings, I forget what you call them. But it is an awesome story because it isn't what it seems when you're playing it. So give it, a, check it out. The second game is World's End Club. Um, I don't usually play games like this, but this game is a bit of an RPG. Kind of a platformer in a way as well. As well as maybe some other types of games. But essentially this is a game that has some twists and turns, it starts off, even the demo throws you off, because you play the demo and you're like, okay, this game, alright, but believe me, it's more beyond just what the demo is. And there's even some time travel in a way, if you you will, (laughs) some timeline changes and all that kind of stuff, which I really dug, and the twists and turns in the story kept me intrigued, and it's one I think you should check out. And then last but not least, out of all of my games that I played this year, uh, is Lost in Random. Another wonderful game by Thunderful Games, I believe, is another platformer, has a great story. Um, it uses dice and cards to play with, um, and it kind of gives me a Nightmare Before Christmas type vibes to it. So like those kind of things again check out the trailers for all of these games but those are my top three for 2021 that i think you should check out if you missed out on it thanks guys for letting me stop by check you later
0: thank you tim well done and welcome back to our top five list casey and i are now we're going to jump into our fifth and fourth most loved game of the year Casey, you want to kick us off with number five yeah
1: number five was one that Kind of came out of nowhere, but I, it surprised everybody. It was a Phenom for a month and a half this summer. And I'm still playing it. And now it's on mobile. It's Pokemon Unite.
0: You're love still me.
1: in it? I would love me some Pokemon MOBA. It's, I would love some different maps yeah. at some point. I like that they're adding different character classes. It's easy. And my son can play it. Like you can, You can. And there's some actual real MOBA strategies. The strategies have been picked there. I would love for my friends and I to get together and make a squad and just crush.
0: Now, are you, are you playing on the Switch or are you playing on your phone? I'll
1: play either or. Like, if I'm on lunch break at school, I'll get in it. And that's the other thing 10 minutes is the perfect timeout for that game. Is
0: that like, right? I can
1: do one. Yeah, you can do one one and done. All right, I did it. If you play three times, you get your dailies, like all of them. But if you play once, you get a daily. So that's okay with me, too. I'm not out there to get everything I want. If there's a Pokemon that I love, like if Incineroar drops, I'll probably play a little more to get Incineroar, mm-hmm. right? I'll do whatever I can to get that. Now, have but... you
0: dropped the diamond on that platform mm-hmm. at
1: all? Nope. Really? But, you know, it took me forever for Pokemon. Like, I was four years into Pokemon Go mm-hmm. before I paid any money. I was like, yeah, screw it. You know what? I played this game for a long time, and the developers have, and now I'll do it. My wife will do it every once in a while. I'm pretty sure we put at least 100-something in the Pokemon Go. But we've been playing it for – the game came out, what, 2016? Yeah. So I think it's well-earned. So in terms now. of
0: like Pokemon Unite, do you have all the characters unlocked?
1: No, no. There's a lot of grinding. You would have to do some actual paywall stuff. Uh, I have just characters that I really like. Like I have, like, I want to play Defender. So I have Snorlax. I mm-hmm. I have, and then I'll do, I'll log in to get maybe a character you can get from logging in for an event if that's free. I got t Serena. She's like a grass Pokemon or he, but it looks like a girl with long hair um i got that when that was the event that was recent and i i like getting the costumes every once in a while you get lucky on the random poles and you get a cool hat you know basically team fortress model like my Talonflame got the cool uh, uh aviator or plane like he looks like a fighter pilot he's got the leather jacket and he goes through and i like Talonflame a lot he's a cool looking pokemon
0: so this game has got you into MOBAs, like you are yeah. officially into MOBAs now. Well,
1: I have friends that play Dota, and I played Hero of the Storms, and I liked Hero of the Storms, but mm-hmm. you know, it's I'm not down with supporting Blizzard these days, and uh, and I love Pokemon.
0: Not played Hero of the Storm. Congratulations.
1: Thank you, thank yeah. you. I know me and my duh, neckbeard friends. No, it's it's just great. I I love it, and I hope they keep doing more with the game and they let it grow and add new maps. But I've and for the price of free, it's been <laughs> chef's kiss.
0: Very nice, very nice. Well, cool. Well, my fifth game. Yeah, is let's hear yours. Hades.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yes. Yeah. So this is a game that I kind of like was not crazy about when I finished it. Yeah, on the you... run first run through, I was like, ah, I don't know if this game is up to the hype. But it's a game that I've gone back and played time and time again. That's a good sign. And it also kind of sits on my mind. Oddly enough, like, okay, that's a really interesting game design. Like, I could go back and run. Maybe I could try this build. Like, uh, I've really enjoyed it more after playing it and getting some space in between the end of the game and where I'm at.
1: See, the thing that impresses me and that I always heard about Hades as is someone I, you know, I appreciate good storytelling in a game Mm -hmm. is that there's 20,000 lines of dialogue in Hades. Mm -hmm. Like, every run is truly different yeah you get a little more tidbit about a certain character or something are you finding that like when you play like there's your, there's a new angle or new storytelling for you? um yeah, for
0: the most part, I am, and what I'm finding is I'm kind of latching on to different characters, so now what I'll do is I'll try to do a certain run and try to attach certain boons from the different gods, but I'll try to like push in a certain direction on a god, right. So I'll get like Archimedes and try to keep rolling his boons to get more dialogue out of him, which I really find intriguing. And the way that the gods kind of bump into each other over the course of the game makes it dynamic and new each time. So I really enjoy it. I'm keeping it on my switch and uh, jumping in there, doing a quick run here and there.
1: Real question. Which god is the hottest?
0: All of them. Poseidon. (laughs) sure why not (laughs)
1: okay i would always see clips of like people seeing a god and be like oh oh my well
0: there's one that's like a god of love right and aphrodite yeah there you go aphrodite yeah she's in there
1: yeah that's just just my standard knowledge of greek mythology and super giant so here's the other thing about it do you think consider them an indie studio anymore um not after the
0: praise this game has got to be honest with you
1: that bastion what was their other one slay the Spire, right didn't they do that too no they did a game called transistor i think that was it yeah
0: but that didn't get the same level of praise that hades did i mean hades has really no. blown them out significantly it feels like
1: mega great yeah playing.
0: and and i think it was last year that they blew this game up and um yeah yeah I, I it was, yeah, really it was game
1: of the year for a lot of publications it I've was seen.
0: yeah yeah, definitely. So, Hades. I, I enjoy it. It's a game that is sitting on my Switch. I did really struggle with the Joy-Cons on this game. So, caution if you're playing on that's the Switch. A that's a different
1: altogether. episode altogether.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, but I'm so glad you liked that. I think that's a game eventually I'd like to try. Yeah. And good on Mm you. Good on you. So what was your number four?
0: Ooh, my number four. So I was kind of dancing back and forth between two games in my number four spot. Um, I played control this year, which I really enjoyed, but I think my number four spot this year is going to go to AC Valhalla. Um, This is a game that I was big on in 2020 and I played it into Q3 of 2021. I remember when we had this conversation last Mm -hmm. year, I left it off the list because I Mm -hmm. wasn't sure where I was going to land on it. But looking back on that game, it's a ton of gameplay. I think the combat is pretty darn good. It's a long game, so I think it overstays its welcome in spots. But I've talked about that game in Nauseam on this podcast. Um, but I really think there's a lot of bang for your buck in AC Valhalla, and a lot of the expansion packs that are coming out right now are also getting a pretty good buzz. So if you're even remotely interested in that game, I would play
1: nice. through it. Yeah, I. No. I would like to, I you know I have a hate relationship with Ubisoft, right? And I hate them. I I just don't like what they've done. I can't like. <laughs> I had a friend who kept uh, trying to beg me to play Phoenix Rising because he's like it's just like Breath of the Wild, just like it. You uh, respect my opinion? And I go mm. nah, I don't because it's I'm not going to play a Ubisoft game. I I'll just play Breath of the Wild, and I'm sure it's a fine game. Yeah, but I did not like what they did with the uh, fractured butthole and you know oh. I, I i but i would there i played assassin creed 2 a long time ago and i really enjoyed it on the xbox that's where i'm going with this sorry and right i think they it, it's in from since the odyssey was the last one that they did before of a right the big greek one
0: odyssey no odyssey was Egypt um you thing? oh no odyssey was um Rome yeah like Greece you're right. like
1: yeah like Homer's Odyssey right
0: origins was origins, the Egyptian one yeah
1: it's not it's a different game now mm-hmm. in in what it it's is so very much so I'd be interested I'd I'm also a fan of games taking time off to make mm-hmm. their game I don't like like every other year cycle so I get a little hesitant with that too
0: but I think that that is why I, th- I believe that AC Valhalla needs more praise than the other AC titles. Really? Because this game came out, what, was it? Is it mid-2020? I mean, they've taken their year off, it feels like, and they're dumping more content into AC Valhalla rather than rallying another game in 2021. So I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get it to a platform that takes a little bit more time and breathes a little bit. And I think that's what they did in AC Valhalla. At least it feels that way to me. Um, I like AC though. Assassin's Creed is a game that series that I've enjoyed. And um, sometimes I buy them and bounce off of them. Other times I'll buy them and play all the way through.
1: Nice.
0: Um, Yeah. When did AC Valhalla come out?
1: Um, I think it came out right at Christmas time last year. That's what I was looking up. Yeah.
0: November of 20. So yeah. Yeah. it it was last year it was last year that's yeah that's an oddity for me to kind of play a release game which is why this game sits in a weird spot for me i normally am a little bit off but enough about my game number four as i said control almost hit that spot but you know there's a lot more game in ac valhalla but enough about me what is your number four spot case well
1: have you ever you know like when you find a band you really like you're like hey i need people to listen this and you like make your friends sit down like just listen or a movie that you've loved or a book and you just like, I have to get someone to that. I know to do or read or listen or play this so I can talk to them about it or just see it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was
1: Katana zero for me this year. Hmm. So Katana Very zero gave nice. me Celeste vibes with neo punk samurai feels to it and hyper violence. Uh, it, it, it's a one more run game. And and what I, it, you know how like with Celeste, like it's about the sequence, like, oh, I'm doing this to this, to this, it's a, there's a puzzle to the action, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just a puzzle where you have to sit and move the pieces slow. You have to be fast, right? It's this new development in platformers where it's a reaction platformer. Like, how am I going to get through this hallway and stop the uh, security guard from seeing me setting off his friend to come with the gun? I'm gonna slow down time. It's got some Matrix vibes too, because you can slow down time and reflect a bullet and one shot kill, and it does those like uh, with Ghost of Tsushima, the like like the sequences where the samurai goes through, right? And you're just awesome. It's just a well done game, and they were making a DLC, but now they're talking about maybe we're gonna call it Katana Zero Two or 1.5 because it's so big. And they did an announcement like a week or two ago about it, and I'm just I will buy that day one. Really? Yeah, it was like a $15 game. Loved it. Loved it. Replayed it. Had to go to my friend's house with this, and can I just show you a level of this? And he's like, sure. And he's like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. Right? Nice. And it, if anybody wants a cool game with, you know, there's different style runs, too, because there's, there's a dialogue tree. You can mm-hmm. say something, and it can make the sequence really different, or uh, end poorly, right? Depending on how you respond to someone in the game. And, like, there was a scene where someone goes you 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 get through the building you kill everybody right and you're covered in blood and there's girls there why are you covered in blood so earlier the front desk girl asks you wait are you in cosplay and you can like respond if you are and you say some like i'm a pikachu or something like a Pikachu really fringe and there's like a response where she thinks you're cute when you say it and he goes so your response to him if you said yeah it's cosplay to her is it's cosplay to the security <laughs> guard and she supports it and lets you leave because they're like yeah he was dressed up for he's Neo Samurai something something she says and you walk away escape three from the building or you can kill him you can fight him and then it scares her off too right so it, and there's a consequence for that later when you see her again so there's oh. some payoff for that and it's it's really cool and you can go back and replay levels once you go through them they're like VHSs where you rewatch things and uh, it's it's got this deep twist and turn that I really appreciate to it.
0: That's pretty cool. Is it a long game?
1: No, like I think the main campaign is like twelve hours.
0: Oh wow, okay. Yeah,
1: it, oh. it actually really maybe eight
0: if you are good. If you are good, which <laughs> uh, I've learned that I am not good. Hey, at those hey,
1: games. hey! You're better than you think. You helped me a lot with that Cuphead level that we struggled hey, with. Hey, I got time. through the
0: messenger. I got through the messenger, so sure. that's good.
1: So, um, what was your number five game again? Um, my number five was Pokemon Unite and my number Pokemon four is Cassan Zero. And your number five was Hades. And number four was Valhalla. AC AC Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah. A C Valhalla. Interesting. Very different side of the very spectrum.
0: different, very different. And in fact, it's time for a different perspective. Let's invite another guest in Casey, shall we?
1: Yeah, let's do it. I would say Dungeons and Dragons is the game I love the most, but it just would always be that every year. <laughs> so we're gonna invite our friend Devin Chula
3: what up underpowered team oh my gosh i hope you're all doing well this holiday season Devin here from start playing games and total party chill one of my favorite games this year has got to be dread and dread is not a new game but dread is um it's rules for like a horror themed tabletop role-playing game and it is it uses a jenga tower um and if you want to do anything uh, in the game narratively you have to take one to however many blocks the gamekeeper decides. And it really does create a sense of tension. And if you knock over the tower, your character dies. Um, that was probably one of one of the funnest games I played this year. Of course, Miles Morales Spider-Man. I, I love that. I played through that a ton. Um, that definitely is going to... Anything Spider-Man, I'm probably going to play. Pico Park. Oh my god. Pico Park on the Switch. That game... I played it with a bunch of friends and we were in tears. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Pico Park, I would definitely recommend um, as a fun party game. Um, It's kind of like you all have to work together, you're all like tethered. Um, I'm not exactly, I'm probably not selling it the way it should uh, be sold, but Pico Park was so much fun that I loved this year. It's called Mouse Cup and it's this game I found in Japantown here in san francisco and there are six like mice like wooden mice on strings and you have a cup and you have a die and the dice that you roll has a different color on every side and the different colors correspond to the different little mice with strings so there's like a little red mouse a little green mouse a little white mouse a little black mouse a little blue mouse and on the dice there's like black blue green red white the idea is you roll this D6, and whatever color shows up, you're supposed to take this wooden cup and, like, try to trap the mouse before the person pulls it off the table with their string. That is a, it is a very basic game, but it is a lot of fun, and it's a very, like, tactile, like, in-person game. And then there's one more. I was in, uh, I think, maybe Madison. I was somewhere, and uh, where I was... Um, there was a bunch of game demos going on. It was like a convention, and, and there was this game called Squirrel, Squirrel, Squirrel or Die, um, as in like the little little you know little squirrels that run around uh, in your in your yard. Um, and it's a, it's a very simple like card game. You have to like remember where monster oh not monsters but like prey are and like where the where the you know uh, what do squirrels eat? Was let me read the back of it. In scroll or die, you are a critter trying to outlast your opponents in the ultimate test of backyard survival. Quick, brutal, and fun—a great game on the go. And this is like this game like fits in my hand. It's like a pack of cards. But that was a really, really fun game, and I've played that a bunch because it's really simple. Uh, that's that's my list. Um, I'm Devin from Total Pride Chill and Start Playing Games. And uh, these are my top five games uh, that I played this past year. Um, I can't wait to hear yours. Uh, hey, the whole Underpowered team, thank you so much. It was a total blasting out with you. Until we actually get to sit down and play some games, maybe you can show me a thing or two. Thanks so much, team. Be well. Thank you, Devin.
1: That was good picks.
0: Definitely. All right, so Casey, now we are on to our number three and number two picks of 2021. Why don't you take it away with number three?
1: Number three, it's a me, Mario 3D World.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I
1: love that game. I loved it on Wii U. I love that more people get to play it on Switch. It is the perfect evolution of Mario Brothers 2 or Doki Doki Panic into a 3D world. It's a nice mix of co-op play of a Mario and open like a mini open world aspect to it. But then they add that Bowser's Fury campaign where it's just an open water park and little puzzles come up. And I think they're trying to hint at maybe where Mario games are going to go next, right? Like, Mm -hmm. are they going to Breath of the Wild Mario, which would be rad? And I'd, I'm I'm here for it. Sign me up. I want more Bowser Fury. But I like that I could play with my wife, and my son, and we could all mm-hmm. just enjoy and work together on a common goal. It's a nice tight game. It's actually it's so good you want more. Gotcha. And it's also the game that introduced Captain Toad for people that love Captain Toad and why Captain Toad got a mm-hmm. mini game because there's many levels with Captain Toad Treasure oh, Tracker really? Extraordinaire. And I like I was talking about it with our rating system. I was like I almost wanted to give it five hearts because of how it made me feel. Like I mm-hmm. will go back and play it. It's a four and a half heart for me last year. I absolutely love it, buy it in price. But I think it's a must-own game on the Switch. And if you're a Mario fan, it should be in your top five
0: very nice okay yeah i want to go back and play that so i know you kind of mentioned the bowser's fury add-on yeah. do you do you think that that is a uh, like a content ad to the entire yeah experience? absolutely okay.
1: it's it's about maybe five hours of content mm-hmm. you know but you you want to explore every nook and cranny you're like oh how do i get this and when mario goes goku super saiyan cat it's pretty fun when you're like doing a kaiju battle with ink bowser or whatever he's made out of the dark matter bowser And having Bowser Jr. follow you around and you can be him and help your friend or your son or whoever you're playing with is really great. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, I want to, I wonder why they did it. It left me with that. I'm like, huh, they're, they're doing something here and I'm, i want to see what this develops into. Or they were just could have been like, Hey, let's just do this because we're bored.
0: I think maybe uh, the Wii U sales were not what they wanted and they knew they had a gem on their hands. So they're like, let's put this in people's pockets.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: Uh, very nice new jo- jo- Joy Con's and Mario is in my future. Yes, I can feel it. yes, yes! Great <laughs> game.
1: And you can, you're, and your kids would love it. I think your daughters uh, would love it, and you can play with the wife too. Hey, there we a go. nice family affair.
0: There we go. I like it. So, so let's talk about my number three yeah, that's game, great. which was also inspired by my JRPG July <gasps> pick, Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'm here. Love is it. an amazing game. Um, I was not one to come in and say, "Heck yeah, I play a JRPG." this game like totally had my number all the way through i enjoyed it so much i found myself dumping yeah. like way too many hours into mini games just to get rich to go out and buy things yeah like metal right? slime equivalent is that the one yeah <laughs> Yes, the, the hobo in the sewer. Yeah, so I found a dungeon where I could grind out three hobos, get back to a save point, and do the loop like three times. And then I was at level for where I needed to go. So, I mean, those JRPG trappings, um, though some of them felt a little rote. But it, uh, it's, I, it's I, what the you entire about package too. is great. Like, oh, like, I found I this random guy
1: that gave me seven levels. And there's a way I can, like, sequence... Like, you can game the system. The yeah. game wants right. you to hunt for it, so you can figure out how to game that because it gives you more time in their system. And they're like, Oh yeah, you appreciate what the developers did for those that are out there grinding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like the size of this game is really probably something that JRPG fans are used to, but there was so many different like, niches in that game that oh, you could yeah. just go and play back game in for hours and you know be the champion and spend hours there i was just blown away at the attention to detail and the vastness of the corners of that world um which may be common in jrpgs but i was like this is ridiculous and i love this game for it who the heck is playing this to the extent that you could um, but yeah, Yakuza: Like a Dragon is very high on my well, list. You a Go play right it, even if you're a, maybe on you a not JRPG. Talk about
1: in the show prep, because I think about JRPG. Okay, what was your most disappointing game of this year? Which ones that made you sad? What's well, not a game you love but made you? Oh uh,
0: boy. Because
1: I can tell you mine really quick if you need some time to do your um, to chime in. You on know. This. Barely Fall Two. Yes, so let me really pull sad. up my
0: list. But yeah, go for it.
1: And not like, oh, this is a touching story, just because it's like, <laughs> really, almost there. It's like, eh, there's things I like about it, and then there, but there, when I look at the scale, there's more I don't like. I just don't. I wasn't invested. There was like the hunting for like, oh, okay, I found this side quest to get this mm-hmm. job, but it's kind of obvious that that was there, but I don't need to get this job. And then you have to play there. The other thing I said it in our Discord. The mini card game that is in there is the worst mini game ever. Like it makes no sense. It's about stacking, and then you cover a certain things. There's no like number equivalent. It's a bunch of nonsense on a grid. And I was like, I'm not into this. Like this is uh this is not good. And I keep going back to it because I want to like do the side quests and see. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe there's a character turn. Maybe that. And nothing has ever made me go. Oh, I'm waiting for that shoe to drop, and it's just like uh. I was very disappointed because I, I really liked the first one. There's a lot to like about the first one in 3DS. And yeah. it just kind of fell short at the goal line.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, just kind of going through my list of 50 games that I ma- made it through, which I'm pretty happy about. Right. 50 games is pretty good. Did I finish them all? No. But one that, one that I did scratch off my list because I was disappointed oh, in yeah, it that is really Star cool. Wars And Squadrons. then people fell
1: off it real hard. It uh,
0: It looks really cool. It has all the Star Wars bells and whistles. It has everything. I just don't believe that I am a fly airplanes guy. Like, I don't, I just did not grab me the way that it could. And it's buggy in, at least it was on my playthrough. Like the suspend mode does not work very well on the Xbox. So for me to hop out and hop back in, and then all of a sudden everything's moving at 10x speed. There was just some jank there that was pretty disappointing. And I, in the same breath, I felt the same way with Star Wars Battlefront. Like both of those titles I thought could have been better. Like the story on Star Wars Battlefront meh. was good, but the multiplayer, meh. Um, meh, meh. So yeah, I would say the Star Wars entries were a little disappointing for me this year. But if you want a good Star Wars game, yeah. go play yeah, Fall Fallen the Jedi. Re- yeah. Right? Well, Fallen Order. Fallen Order.
1: Before um, we get to number two, yeah. we know it's not disappointing number our two, next guest.
0: That's true. In fact, he's one to be celebrated. Mr. Ben Bertoli is
4: going to be back to
0: show his love for his games of 2021.
1: Ben Bertoli, everybody. Thank you for coming back, Ben.
4: Sure. Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. It's Ben Bertoli from Memory Card and lots of other things here with my top three picks for the games that I loved in 2021. Now, I'm just flying by the cuff here. I'm just making this up as I go. But... I just got done playing Chicory, which I believe just launched for the Nintendo Switch. I actually played it on the PlayStation 5, and it just has some of the most phenomenal emotional beats that I've ever seen in a video game. There's just so much to do, there's so many cute little characters and fun little side storylines, and if you're playing this game and you start to tear up, due to some small interaction or due to the, you know, overarching story, I don't blame you because there might have been a few points when I did as well. But it's just such a fun, creative game. There was a lot of heart and soul that went into it. And that is why Chicory is one of my top three games of 2021. Next on the list has to be one of my most anticipated games for, gosh, maybe the past decade. And that would be Psychonauts 2, the sequel to the amazing platforming game that uh, almost ruined Double Fine way back when it came out for the original Xbox and the PlayStation 2. Like I said, I've been waiting on this game a long time, and it did not disappoint. It is another game with some uh, seriously well-written dialogue, some awesome emotional connections between characters. It's legitimately funny. It's one of the best 3D platformers that I've played in the last decade maybe since the last Psychonauts. Everything is just on point for this game. The voice acting, the length, the different powers and power-ups, all the collectibles that you can get if you want to go out of your way, and you know I do. Psychonauts 2 lived up to the hype for me, which was a big deal because I've been a huge fan of the series for so long. So here's hoping there's a uh, Psychonauts 3. Last on my very short list would have to be Death's Door, which was honestly a game that kind of caught me by surprise. It wasn't really on my radar at all, but it had just some seriously intense combat, some amazing puzzles, powerful enemies that you know took me many, many turns to get through. And there were points where I wanted to give up, and there may have been a few points where I did, but I came back and I beat the game, and there was a great sense of accomplishment. Once again, like the other indies on my list, This game just had a fantastic environment. Um, You know, as a crow who's out to reap souls, you just get to go from these like monochrome environments to these very brightly lit fields and castles and other places. And the whole look of the game, the action, everything is just superb. And those are my top three games of 2021.
0: Thank you, Ben. Well done. We are back. Welcome back. Welcome back.
1: Great picks. Great, Great picks. picks by Great
0: big. picks. Well done. So now we are going to cover our top two games. Um, this is the number two spot and game that we most enjoyed in 2021.
1: Some might argue the sweet spot. The sweet spot. It's the sweet one.
0: So. It's just that, right? My number two game of 2021 is a game called Spirit Fair.
1: <laughs> nice okay that's a game that i took off my wish list because you played it but i, I think did yeah <laughs> when i great. get an xbox yeah, sure. you played it on game pass
0: uh, um one day uh spirit xbox fair is just a really cool game like one it has just enough of that farm simulator for me to keep me engaged yet has you jumping yeah. all over the map so it seems like everything is new because one thing that I would get frustrated when, when doing like a uh, Stardew or something of that nature, is just like, oh, this farm, okay, whatever. But being able to like transition from place to place on your boat was pretty engaging. The story, obviously, very heavy-handed. Um, they, the one thing, I mean, yeah, though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's what they're going for, and it gives it something unique. Like if this was just a game that was a farm building simulator on a boat, I question whether it would have got the draw that it does. Um, the issue that I had with that game is that they added some DLC and made it required to finish the game, which
5: oh no, like no, it's included
0: easy? in the, in the, in the updates, but in if the, you okay. in the get updates. that update, you essentially have to play this content that was not in the base game. And I think it really messes with the pacing of the game mm-hmm. personally. I don't know. Everybody I don't know. Well, because it it tie it does tie the story together better. Yes, it ties, it ties up, up, some up some loose ends. ends. It, it, the, one of the characters really focuses on the main character's backstory, which was kind of left for interpretation prior to that update coming out.
1: Oh, I don't know if I like that because I think like. Well, even open air is sometimes important, i.e. the end of the
0: Sopranos. Spirit fair to the end of the Sopranos. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Leave it open. And and I I have to say that this is one of those games where I would turn it on and, okay, five more minutes, five more minutes, five more minutes. And I'd come out and it'd be two in the morning. And that doesn't happen to me very often. This game also struck me when my family was out of town for like a week and a half. And there were a lot of nights, or a lot of very long nights, that I played this game. Oh, so. great
3: summer fun. summer
1: fun! My and it's a really sad game, too, I right? Mean, like, it yeah, gets you in the definitely. It's about
0: um, it's about death and grappling with death, and different individuals, you know, kind of coming to their ultimate demise. And I think that it was very heavy early in the game, and as you kind of. Become become not desensitized to it, but accustomed with the with the communication of the game. Yeah, it it becomes a lot more palatable. Um, So I I really like it, and the art style is beautiful, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So that takes us to your number two game.
1: Oh jeez. To quote Kanye West, "How can you give one man all that power?" Uh, and I'm talking about Thomas Happ is that man, the creator of Axiom Verge. Oh, wow. Do you like the connection? Because he, one person made oh, that game.
0: That Axiom Verge, very nice. Yeah,
1: I, I just think about that. What really got me was the little short documentary that they did about Thomas Happ and him developing the game and just his background as a programmer. And then, you know, his, he has a son with uh, special mm-hmm. needs and you know, certain uh medical issues and how uh, the importance of the game to him but it's his project he does the music he does the graphics he does the story he does everything and then Axiom 2 Verge Axiom Verge 2 just drops and you're like oh, here you go this is another version of my game that's a little different that people seem to really enjoy hmm. um it definitely feels like a metroid it it it's true to the metroids it has a better control than super metroid like it's the evolution of it the game came out in 2000 what do you think that game came out?
0: Axiom up? Verge? Oh, yeah. I would say what, 2018, 17 somewhere in there.
1: 2015. Oh,
0: well. So I mean, you're going back 6 years.
1: Playing this I'm a little late to the party on this one. But I think more and more people are playing it and it's worth 15 bucks to play. It's worth 25 bucks to mm-hmm. play. Like it's it's a good game, a good game of the game, especially if you like Metroids or you like cool big boss battles. It, and it's got this weird dystopian. I keep get I had neo dystopian samurai as a theme for my fourth game. My second theme is space dystopian, uh, nuclear holocaust dimensions. You know, the the giant heads of robots moving around that look like uh, Deuce's ex machina. It's got some just trippy art that you're kind of like, ooh, this is creepy. And I don't really like creepy, but I, I was into this creepy. I was like, oh, okay, what's going to happen next? How do I beat this boss? Oh, I'm going to kick this thing's ass. Oh, I got this weapon. And then the other little part that is so cool is there's these random secret passageways. Mm-hmm. And every game you play, they're in different parts of the oh, game. Oh, interesting. So you and I could play that game and have different... Oh, you found the passageway up in Ebnu? No, I found mine in Opnu. Mm-hmm. And certain passageways give you a certain like power-up certain ones give you an item you there's like a there's a, a hard a uh, very hard hard normal and easy one and so you can play the game and have a different experience each time depending on how what the random generated secret uh room is for you right
0: wow very yeah. good so are you are you excited for axiom verge 2
1: i will play it at some point i want to know how it connects to the other story it looks. I've heard it's very different battling wise. It's not like because the the person uses a melee weapon. It's just um, it, what it's made me want to do is like I want to play. You know, I played Hollow Knight. I loved Hollow Knight last year, mm-hmm. uh, and I enjoyed this. I really want to play like a Castlevania, like a traditional Castlevania,
3: and ah, get that under
1: my so That's where it got me because I know you like that Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, and I think I did. I think it was want, a
0: little weird for my taste. Oh, but, for
1: sure, it looks weird. Yeah. Giant cats and everything. Yes. But we did JRPG July. I think we need to do Metroidvania Ooh, March. Ooh,
0: Metroidvania March. That'd be a good excuse to play Dread, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Go. Very cool, very cool. So that is your number two. Dude, let's invite another guest in, Casey, shall we? Let's What's bring up in Under Mr. Power Parker Podcast Simmons. Parker Simmons,
5: take it away. It's Parker Simmons, creator of Malmite Heroes of Pure Hearts and co-owner of Goldwyn Dinner Club. Check it out on YouTube. I'm here joining you at the end of the year to talk about my three favorite games—the games that got me through Pandemic Part Two. First up, I want to talk about the game that's on everybody's tongues. I want to talk about Metroid Dread, baby. You know, I think we've—I mentioned it maybe on my last appearance, but my wife is a massive fan of Metroid, and of course, by extension, I love it too. But this game surprised the hell out of me with its, you know, deep exploration, the sequence-breaking, some truly shocking surprises, and an amazing payoff to the metroid saga as it currently stands uh i've played it twice now i enjoyed it both times uh even more so on the second playthrough like just wonderful pick it up do yourself a favor don't learn anything about it just check it out play metroid dread next up on the list Shen Megami Tensei 5 just came out. Yes, I realize maybe I should slow down, but hey, if the Game Awards can give a player's choice to Halo Infinite the day it comes out, I could talk about Shen Megami Tensei i I'm about good 20-30 eh, hours in, and uh, you know, I-, I just knew I wanted to play it without spoiling anything for myself, and I gotta tell you, I was truly surprised at the open world format. At its pacing, at its approach, at the way that fusing works now, where you can really fine tune your demons. A lot of people out there constantly complain about, you know, Pokemon hasn't grown up with them. Well, guess what? Shin Megami Tensei, it's right over there. That's your game. Uh, Pokemon, uh, uh, uh. Shin Megami, Pokemon, uh, 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 uh. Shin Megami Tensei Five, right over there on your Switch. Pick it up. You're done with po- if you've outgrown Pokemon. That's cool. Go over here and try this. This is what you're looking for: deeper mechanics, more meaningful story, kind of, and uh, you know maybe more what you're looking for in terms of exploration and puzzle solving with your demons slash monsters. Have some fun. Check it out. Wild stuff. And of course, last but not least, the latest entry in the East Saga from Falcom: East Nine. You know, does it run? A little clunkier on the Switch where I played it, yes. But I just cannot play an RPG on anything but a portable console. So that's how I did it. But I will say, again, latest entry in Adol's uh, Saga. All three of these long-running franchises. But uh, so, so good. Wonderful dungeon design. You know, Falcom is a scrappy developer. And they've been around a long time. But they're still not exactly huge. Their games the the scope of their games you think would require you know bigger teams bigger splashier budgets but they do so much with so little it's like going to you know a tiny hole in the wall taqueria and you know any just about anywhere in Southern California being like ah, would be all right you pay two dollars you have the best burrito of your life that's East Nine check it out action adventure uh, flavor wonderful. You know, J Rock music stylings. Falcom Music Team will blow you away just like they always do. So, those are my top three of the year Metroid Dread, Shimagami Tensei 5, East 9. Check them out. Check them out. But oh, I just realized Metroid Dread is also the fifth Metroid. So, the fifth Metroid, the fifth Shimagami Tensei, the ninth East. Honorable mentions, because there's just so many good games this year. Act Razor Renaissance, the remake of Act. Both of these are remakes. That's why they're an honorable mention. Um, Act Razor Renaissance. A remake of Razor from the SNES, Yuzo Koshiro, composer, returns to update the soundtrack. Uh, the game has been completely revamped. It's almost like a redo more than a remake. And I know there's some fans who are upset that it isn't quite one-to-one, or that some of the nuance has gone here or there. But I gotta tell you, I picked this up on a whim, purely just because I'm like, I want that musical goodness. Uh, it's amazing. It's a wonderful redo, and I think fans who are maybe upset that it isn't one-to-one can continue to play the original and play this for a slightly different flavor. Pick it up, at Razor Renaissance, you can't go wrong, for a little RTS flavor. And then, of course, my last one here for honorable mention, Bowser's Fury, baby! Now, it's weird because this is Mario 3D World, which I love, not for everybody, I loved it, but Bowser's Fury... Puts a spin on 3D World and Odyssey, kind of combining them together to create this focused but still kind of open worldish little mini slice of Mario goodness that points to potentially the future for Mario and, you know, his next outing. Uh, It's exciting. It's so fast-paced. You'll, you'll notice I say fast-paced for almost every one of my choices. I like games to move, show me new stuff, and then get out the door. This one does that for you. It's super tight. The music is infectious. It's a joyous experience. Man, if you're sitting there at the end of the year looking at the barrel of a grim holiday, Bowser's Fury is going to make you smile. Get it? That's it for me. Those are my choices. Metroid Dread, Shamigami Tensei Five, East 9, Honorable Mentions, Act Razor Renaissance, Bowser's Fury. Thank you for having me on. It's been a great year with the Underpowered Podcast family. Happy holidays, everybody. Stay safe play some games see ya.
0: thank you parker well done it's lovely to hear your wonderful voice yeah so that is his second or third time back, you
1: know? really fourth <laughs> fourth time
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah our hidden not recorded episode <laughs> that's right and then he came back because he's a good Little dude woman. and then he's like hey you guys want to talk again we're like yeah you like this yeah. enough cool
0: <laughs> oh uh, very cool oh, yeah nice. very yeah, neat. he's a good dude definitely all right so Casey, now we're gonna jump into our top game of the year so casey do you want to run through your top five
1: i'll run through my top five again one more time pokemon unite came in at number five katana zero like a dragon or no katana zero at number four number three was super mario 3d world number two as i just said was and virgin my number what were your top
0: your number oh. one is
1: you want me to do it okay yeah. my number one you can ride a dog
0: oh my gosh you're mohan
1: monster, hunter rise, monster is my number hunter, one. Yeah. hunter rise it's so good it's so good this is the easiest adaption of that game it's the most accessible version of that game and it is fun as all get out i love it
0: really really I... ride
1: a dog
0: is that a shoe-in for uh game of the year
1: that that is <laughs> should be that should be the catch tag it's my game of the year. It's my game of game the decade. Of the game of the century. You can, you can ride, ride a, dog. a dog. Mega Man, you can ride a dog. And now they have the Mega Man skin for your dog. I have Rush in the game.
0: So wait, was that a pre-order bonus though? Can you still get the dog?
1: The Golden Retriever one was, which I have. They did like a mini like mission where you go fight in this arena. You go farm this electric yeah. wolf thing. And he gives you these items and you go to your the Palico Blacksmith. And he's like, here's this special costume item armor for polymutes and it makes your polymute look like rush
0: wow very cool so are you still are you still in are you still playing this game consistently
1: i fired it up like for the first time in three months uh, a couple weeks like a week this week or last week because i knew we were going to be talking about it and i wanted to remind myself and just instantly i was like oh yeah like i kind of almost forgot the controls and then it gave me a minute and i'm like oh i'm back in baby and i will be because you know they're going to do a big dlc this summer
0: Oh, I would imagine. I mean, I know DLC will definitely be coming to this game. Yeah. What uh, what weapon type have you been running with?
1: I usually use the heavy guns because I and I use like a sticky bomb build where I put the cluster bombs and they just sit there and then they pop 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 pop, big damage comes up. And um, I like using a great sword and then the long sword, which is a katana. Okay, that has a cool mechanic to charge up and you can cut tails off. So cutting tails off or certain body parts off, you can um, then what's the word i'm looking for you can go and farm the tail for materials Mm -hmm. too so it's a better way to get more mats and i just really like the game it's a good (laughs) good game i here's the other thing i know how to make money fast in that game and i still remember the loop to make money and i made a suit that gives you more like geodes when you farm
0: oh wow on
1: the run so i could go do a 10 minute run and make like five hundred thousand dollars in that game but i know that loop that's always a sign to me. If I can still remember the loop, like, oh yeah, okay, I go here, 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 and I make my money, and I'm rich.
0: Oh, that's awesome! You know? Yeah. So, do you still have a crew that plays with you? Like,
1: everyone was really heavy, and then people dropped out. But I joined a big monster hunter gotcha. server. So, and this is the thing: you don't have to have a crew. I can just go in. I'll join a random group, and everyone's so effective at the game now. If you're in a four person group, it's really about an eight nice. minute run, which it's again. Respects my right. time, but I can still fight cool giant yeah. monsters, right? I can still experience the monster. Am I the best monster hunter in the world? No, it's okay. But I'm good, and I can help a team, and I can do some damage, and I contribute, and I can get cool gear.
0: Yeah, and that was one of my biggest problems with Monster Hunter World was like you'd yeah. hop in, and do like a 15 20 minute run on a dinosaur, and then not be able to take the monster down. And I was like, well, that was a waste yeah. of time. So yeah. the eight minute run is is appreciated for sure
1: yeah yeah, yeah. And, you know and sometimes like if i would say for every 10 successful runs there might be one run and you fail because too many people get knocked out yeah like if you have four people wipe it's they call it the match mm-hmm. and they send you back to the lobby yeah and that's okay you know and some and what it tells me is oh i need to get stronger so i play with stronger
0: people right and and then you have stakes as well right i mean you got to be yeah. able to knock yeah. out and then actually feel the ramifications of getting knocked out
1: right. yeah you're fighting giant beasts like it shouldn't be a cakewalk some would call
0: them monsters
1: this is true and you i think find them or uh what's another synonym for hunt attack
0: shoot attack them. you attack yeah it's called beast attack beast attacks rise um
1: my other game of the year is Dungeon and Dragons, but that, that's a little, that's going to be my game of the year.
0: for. Me. That is my ongoing game of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh. that is
1: my best ongoing game. What's your number w- uh, one?
0: My number one, well, let's, let's run through my list. So number five, Hades, yeah. number four, AC Valhalla, number three, Yakuza Like a Dragon, number two, Spiritfarer, and my number one game of 2021 is Psychonauts 2. Ooh.
1: Wow. Yes. We didn't get to talk much about it because of, you know, I was gone last time I went on. The timing was we took a break and I knew you were in the thick of it during that time.
0: This game is awesome. Fabulous. Like I really feel like Tim Schafer has finally done something that everybody can look at and say, wow, this is a great game. Well executed. Level design is out of this world. The way that you're bouncing from environment to environment and each new level has a tweak on the gameplay um is just brilliant and i really think it is a masterclass in level design and aesthetics i really do so
1: how long was it the break between the psychonauts
0: ooh a long time i think it's like 10 or 15 years psychonauts 1 let's check it out came out in um
1: uh-huh.
0: Yeah, oh, five Dang, came out so it's in been 2005. Years. It's been 16 years since psychonauts one came out. So 16 years is a long time to be working on a game, which is more of a reason mm-hmm. this thing could have fallen on its face.
2: Right. But honestly, Nukem, we're looking at you. Yeah,
0: exactly. I, the art style in each level is completely different and ties into some emotional concept that the character whose brain that you're in is grappling with. And the way that they set up these different pieces to kind of play within that storyline is absolutely top notch. Um, Another reason why I want to put it on the top of my list is because if you watch the Game Awards, Psychonauts 2 got snubbed hard, in my opinion. Did it? Yeah, it, it really did. I think that this game deserves a lot more praise than it's getting at this current moment. Um, Tim Schaefer has been one of my favorite personalities and developers in the gaming space for many, many years. And I really felt like this was the game that was going to put him on the map and people could just say, you know what, here's a round of applause for all your hard work in the industry. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that's not getting the same lift as I hoped that it would, but it is definitely my game of the year. It's a platformer. It's pretty. Um, you know, I played through it and I'm done with it. I don't need to go back and play it again um there are definitely a lot of corners of that world that you could dive in and explore i'm not going to do that i'm not going to level the the character up to the max level but i really enjoyed the beats of the story all the way through and i think it's worth uh, i think it's worth a play it's one of those games that tackles really difficult subjects but at the same time is cutesy and palatable enough that you could have any child kind of play alongside you and they wouldn't pick up on the darkness
1: that's great and it it's kind of like play well. It's got to feel good. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I really so, enjoyed it.
1: It is there growth for the main character? Is it anything like that? Or is it, why do you, why do you think it got snubbed?
0: Why do I don't think it got snubbed. I think it falls into a place in the game environment where there are other games out there that are shinier or cooler um like you think about Deathloop, which is probably going to be on another lot of lists this year you uh-huh. know first person shooter with a time mechanic which seems novel from the team that did dishonored it has that gritty right. very pretty high graphic high gloss um kind of game i think that psychonauts 2 art style doesn't do it a ton of favors like it looks yeah. cutesy and not I don't want to say childish, but childish, right? I mean, those bright colors make it appealing to just about anybody. Right. And I think that that can fall on death ears to the "quote unquote hardcore gamer," right? That's that's yeah. what it feels like to me.
1: I don't want to talk about mental illness and my feelings. No,
0: I want to do headshots and play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds over and over. So, Yeah. Yeah, yeah Fortnite. V-Bucks. V-Bucks. So, yeah, Psychonauts (laughs) 2. I think it's a heck of a game. I think you should go play it. I think everyone should play it because it's awesome. Is that on Game Pass? It is, or it was. I imagine it still is. (laughs) I would imagine it still is because Microsoft dumped a bunch of money into it. Right,
1: it's their studio, right? Well,
0: kind of. Um, Double Fine was its own publisher for a while, and then Tim Schafer, the head of that studio, was actually behind Fig. I don't know if you remember fig, but it was the crowdsourcing Mm. profit split. Like you go in and buy a share of a game that's being developed. And then on the back end, you could receive a small cut of the profits. Gotcha. It was basically crypto games, your favorite
1: Crypto games. Okay. Yes. You know. NFTs. (laughs) nfts <laughs> nfts Crypt- NFT. you mean oh so it's just skins because that's what <laughs> nfts are they're just skins yeah i figured it out dude. they're money skins um, See, that's
0: just it you light the dollar gotcha. on fire and then turn into a bitcoin skin and then you're good to go
1: yes yes yeah you need to see the new south park specials because they're all about uh nfts is that right COVID. yeah and they're like 40 year old adults now it's very funny yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I mean it, that's for a different episode, not on our end of the year one. Yeah.
0: So I mean, those are our top five games. Um, I have a long list. Like, I could continue to talk about games that I played that didn't make the list. Um, I'm sure you could too. People want to hear that. It's that's a different episode. It's been a very good year. Like, it has been a good year yeah. for me in terms of playing games. I feel like I accomplished quite a bit in terms of getting through different games, um, yeah, scratching stuff off do. my black backlog. Um, but man, games are good. And you look at your top five and my top five, and there's a very diverse list here in regard to what we're playing and what we're diving into.
1: Well, we played a lot of games this year. We talked to a lot of amazing different people this year. Like we had a ton of guests. We had a ton of growth. It's been an interesting, you know, and we took the time off and things are still going well and I'm looking forward to see what we do next year.
0: Yeah. 2022 is upon us.
1: Yeah, the future's here. The
0: future is now.
1: Well, thank you for listening to those that came out, and I hope you had a nice holiday. And I hope you have a happy New Year.
0: Yes, enjoy uh, what twenty twenty two start up start the year off right. The future, make a New Year's resolution and stick to it for six weeks. Yeah, that's right. Well, Casey, thank you for this wonderful year of 2021. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. We'll keep on keeping on. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you. And if you want more of us, feel free to follow us on our social channels there in the attached description. Um, we're also on Discord, chatting about games, talking about different strats and stuff of that nature. If you have not let us left us a review, please do. Five stars if you would be so kind. That is a wrap for this year. We are out. Play your game!